For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association. Good morning. It's June 30th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning we'll be looking at Luke chapter 11, verses 53 and 54. And they say, And as he said these things to them, the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently, and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him, and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. Now, we're just skipping over all the rest of those woes Jesus speaks to the Pharisees and the lawyers. And as I'm reading this, I'm seeing how people who think themselves religious do this same thing to those who point out their sin. And it happens to us often on social media, especially. We've been posting something every day about Christians who support homosexuality, but more so the pride in homosexuality, but they boast that they are more loving towards others. Jesus said to be loving and obey his commandments. We can't be all love and acceptance, but no obedience to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. We talk about how we are to judge those inside the church and God judges those outside. But those who are supposedly inside the church, they hate being judged. They cross-examine us and try accusing us instead of agreeing with the scriptures we present to them. They hate the messenger of God's word. The Israelites killed the prophets that God sent to them. And Jesus actually brings this up to them in other verses uh, containing those other woes. Yeah, and look, you know, we're just as guilty of this as anyone. You know, we're all guilty of this. And this is why Jesus instructs us against it. Matthew 7, verses 4 and 5, he says, Or how can you say to your brother, Let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite! First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And we as fallen creatures are stuck sort of in a loop of removing your plank, helping to remove the speck then removing the plank to help remove the speck. Because the thing is, we aren't removing any planks on our own. Those planks in our eyes are specks to those helping us, that they are helping us to remove. And if you don't accept the help, you can never be a help to any other. And we as Christians have to look differently than the world in this regard. And sadly, oftentimes we don't. You know, how is it? You know, how can it be that a group of people who have supposedly heard the gospel, that we're all sinners, born in sin, dead in our transgressions, and in need of a Savior because we can't save ourselves, we all accept that message, yet we're so quick to be haughty and self-righteous when it actually comes to having specks pointed out to us. And I'll call myself out a little bit here. This just happened to me not long ago. One of the podcasting mentors on the Christian podcast community, after we had an interview with them, he mentioned to me that I take the Lord's name in vain. 
by casually using his name in my conversations. Now, whether or not I agree with that entirely, it is something that I have done. And, you know, maybe the reason that it hasn't bothered me is because of how bad I used to talk. So I didn't notice it and it didn't offend me. And I didn't see it as taking the Lord's name in vain. But if he did and it offends my brother, then I need to let it go. You know, that is a plank I can work on removing from my eye. I could get offended and tell him to go pound sand, or I could say thank you for letting me know, because I would hate to cause someone to stumble. And I'll say if I haven't fixed it entirely, um, I'm working on it, but sorry if it slips out, pray for me um, where it slips out, and then forgive me if I make a mistake. Good. That's nice that you <laughs> bring up an example. Good to have those. So we can all think of something. Yeah. And today's psalm comes from Psalm 61, verse 4. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wing. And our proverb comes from Proverbs 30, verses 7 through 9. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me lest I be full and deny you, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal, and profane the name of my God. And I'll end praying for you from Psalms 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless.